Hey, this is Hillary Crowley, and welcome to the Good Energy Healing Show. We are on the Fifth Chakra Express today. We're riding with the messenger on the Fifth Chakra Express. Express. Do you mean? Do you know that that means to? What does that mean? I looked it up. Express. I love words, and it means to push through, to push out, and then later on, it it meant to speak one's mind, to express your thoughts outward to speak out and then of course in 16 early 1600s it to express means to be the messenger to bring forth the message okay so um welcome to the fifth chakra and you can just call this the fifth chakra express whether you're riding on a pony or a train or just um expressing yourself forward that's what today's episode is about, the fifth chakra, expressing ourselves. Um, why is this um, such an important chakra, arguably maybe the most important? I mean, ironically, I have to say this podcast and maybe every podcast on the planet is brought to you by the fifth chakra energy. It's the human desire to express itself through words. And the microphone is built to focus right around fifth chakra energy, which is the throat, the neck, uh, the mouth, and the area between, basically between the heart and I'd say the nose, <laughs> you know, because you've got the nose and the eyes um, where you get into more of a sensing receiving area. Um, I wasn't going to bring this up right at the beginning, but I think I might as well because here I am between the mouth and nose. And I often talk about a book that I love called The Anatomy of the Spirit by a really well respected medical intuitive, someone I respect and enjoy. Uh, her name is Carolyn Mace. I think I talk about her on almost every episode. Um, but guess what I get to do today? I'm going to kind of like debate a little bit here. Um, in her book, The Anatomy of the Spirit, if you ever want to understand the chakras, she has just an amazing uh, section of her book. It's right around page 100. You can remember it that way, where she goes through the chakras. Like page, oh, let's see, like 97... Uh, 96, yeah, 96, 97, 98, 99. Okay, so here we are. I mean, I don't know if your page is lined up depending on what publication it is, what version it is. I just ordered another one of these books because if you've ever heard me talk about this book, I tell you about how, to, how many times I order it and I give it away. I'm going to really try not to give this one away because it's a really good resource book. Do you guys have books that you... um that you have and you just keep them as resources and they last for decades and you just like having them on your shelf. Um, I know I need to declutter some of my books because I have like, uh, I have a lot of bookshelves and there's, there's just too many. I don't know why I get so attached. That's probably for another chakra kind of feels like third chakra to me as I'm talking about my attachment to books. But um, as we talk about the fifth chakra, this, this is one book that I would put, keep, a, keep, keep kind of in the, the reference resource section. All right. Anyway, I said I was going to disagree here and I'm going to. So the cool thing is 
Um, the I live with the fifth chakra work all the time. Um, uh, let's just go basically to the energy of what I do in my office with my clients where I get to interact with the energy fields and become more and more fluent in my own energy field um, so that I can express myself and go beyond words, beyond language, but then bring it full circle back into language. Um, and so, as I said, the fifth chakra is about expressing, speaking out, um, speaking one's mind. It also seems to, when we, when we write, uh, and, and we do writing through our hands, then we're collaborating with the heart chakra and the, the fourth chakra, the heart and the fifth chakra, the throat and voice. Um, I mean, our, our voice box is amazing. It is just like the most amazing instrument. And it's, it's part of, it comes with the real estate of our bodies. It's so amazing. Any, even the smallest sound that we can make, that we can direct, even just the peep, the littlest sound is just remarkable. It's remarkable. We have an instrument living right here in our, in our beautiful neck and throat area. However, um, as we go through the head area, I said that the fifth chakra stops at the nose. So if you go beside the nose and go out to the side of your skull, you'll find we have the ears there and the ears are, well, you know, I got to speak up. I actually think that one of the most important parts of expressing ourselves, of owning and balancing and clearing the fifth chakra, is our ability to listen. So our communication center, which is the fifth chakra, includes our ears. And our ears don't actually project any sound. Neither do our eyes. Our nose, try singing or speaking and blocking your nose. Your nose is very, very much part of the expression. So is our mouth. But our ears are really set up for receiving and listening. And um, I wish right now I could hear what everybody else is saying or what's going on around all of you or the sounds that you're hearing. Um, I'm sitting here with a noise canceling headset on. So I'm just hearing the sound of my own voice reverberating inside of my skull. I'm going to take a sip of tea to clear my throat here. (laughs) All right. I'll talk about the throat clearing. Okay. So here we go. Carolyn May says that the fifth chakra does not include the ears. And I'm going to heartily push back on this with love in my heart and respect on my breath and say, I actually think listening, active listening, active listening has everything to do with the fifth chakra in the clearing and the purifying of communication energy. Let your ears connect to your heart. Let your ears connect to your throat and listen, actively listen. 
Your ears are an amazing part of how we communicate. I also think that in the, in the steady logic of saying that when we express, it's about what we put out there. I also think that that logic has created huge problems for us because we don't understand the power of listening. Um, has anyone out there ever heard of a talking stick? Um, the talking stick uh, was introduced to me many different ways, but one of my favorite ways I was, where was I in a uh, Rentham, Massachusetts? And there was a, um, uh, I think I was on a field trip again. I like to take you on little field trips from the elementary school years. And we were sitting in a circle and the, um, instructor was talking about the Native American teachings. That was the term she used. Um, Native American teachings of gatherings at the end of the day for storytelling and learning. And the circle could include a lot of people. In the case of the field trip, it was, I would say it was easily 40 people little people and um what do we call us the chaperones the the adults um and the guides and the docents of this museum so we all sat in a circle and sh- uh the the woman the presenter pulled out a beautifully carved stick and she said this is called the doc- talking stick the speaking stick so one person so 1/40th of the circle gets to hold the stick And when they have the stick, they're allowed to say their piece, to say their part, to tell their story. And when they hold the stick, the rest of us listen. So we can be passively listening, right? And we can be not listening at all and saying, I'm just going to wait till the stick comes to me and then I'm going to say something and then I'm going to push it on to the next person and then they can say their thing. That's their talking stick time. But that circle doesn't work. In fact, the entire village doesn't work. If the person who has the talking stick isn't being listened to. And it's certainly um, not going to make sense if the collective conversation doesn't build from the way the talking stick is, spe- is, is sent around the circle. So I want you to think about that circle that I'm describing of a group of your friends and family, your tribe, your community, and imagine how empty and 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 worthless and a, a, a speaking up is if there's nobody actively listening and now go away from a big circle and just go to a one-on-one relationship and <clears throat> there I did I just cl- cleared my throat there and I'm going to talk more about that because I am having like throat clearings everywhere related to this fifth fifth chakra. But imagine that you're on a, in a one-on-one relationship and you're not listening to the other person. That to me is the worst communication style. Silence is great. Silence receiving by actively listening is excellent. Silence and not listening without the ears without actively listening, not so good. Now, I want to give some respect right now to the experience 
of my friends who um, are hearing impaired. And I actually, one of my careers that I wanted to get into was working with the hearing impaired. Um, when I was third grade, I was introduced to American Sign Language, which I really loved. And um, one of my best friends uh, was hearing impaired. And there was a whole um, a classroom dedicated to children who had hearing impairments. Um, and I really love that because I actually found that people who um, had trouble hearing or could not hear through their ears were really, really present. <laughs> you had incredible eye contact. You had to pay attention to the whole entire uh, body language. And it was just a deeply enjoyable friendship um, because being so present and so alert and so connected to each other because we were using, we were listening with our whole body. There it is, listening with your whole body. Uh, that's the fifth chakra energy, as I understand it to be. So, uh, yeah, never, never displayed more beautifully than um, with my hanging out with my friends. And I've had a, a few um, friends in my life who have hearing loss, hearing impairment. Um, or can, cannot hear through their ears at all. I only learned a few things with the American Sign Language. I never pursued that. But I do love the idea of language and speaking with the hands. Anybody who knows me or even who's following this podcast, I think I'm offering a little clue to you about you know how our lives and our careers get put together. Because I'm just re remembering this as I prepare for this episode that uh, one of my alternate universe careers was going to be working with sign language because I absolutely love it. Absolutely. And I still work with my hands. And anyone who sees me do my work, it looks like I'm doing sign language um, when I'm working and doing the energy work um, to clear any chakras. Okay. So speaking of clearing chakras and clearing throats, um, I, okay, I can't even speak this without getting a tickle in my throat. So what's happened um, during this um, chakra series, which happens to parallel the um, beginning of the um, global, beginning of the awareness of the global pandemic that we're going through, the coronavirus, um, uh, has been that every chakra I work on, I can't just like speak of from a place of expertise. I actually kind of have to live each chakra. So you'll see in the dates as this, as these podcasts post, I am as being as intuitive as I've ever been about when I can finally, um, express myself for the first chakra, the second chakra, the third chakra, the fourth chakra, and now the fifth chakra. Well, preparing for the fifth chakra, um, I had this frog in my throat and this raspy voice and this, um, overwhelming, um, just need to kind of clear my throat. Um, ah, oh, terrible. And I realized that, yeah, the last 10 years I'd say I've developed a tree allergy and the trees have been blooming. Um, uh, I have to look at that. Um, I also, um, well, let's just say it. 
I think that there's become a taboo around coughing because coughing is a symptom of uh, coronavirus. Um, anything in the throat is actually a symptom of the coronavirus, congestion, sore throat, coughing. And I know I have been suppressing my coughs because first of all, if I cough, my poor little self needs to say, uh-oh, am I sick? And I say, no, I'm not sick because I'm not coughing. Um, and then if I cough in front of anybody, then that's going to, let's like become quickly become a societal taboo, a societal taboo. Um, so I, I, I'm very adaptive, like most of us humans out here. So the second I become aware of a societal taboo, I'm going to quickly suppress it because you know me, I don't want to be isolated. I want to belong to my society. So coughing has become forbidden, but a good little cough or a big cough is what we do all day long. And we don't give it a second thought. A, 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 uh, we used to not give it a second thought. I would love to do a cough log and see how many times I caught, I used to cough during my day and how many times I cough now. What I think is happening is that I've suppressed because coughing has become forbidden and I'm not just getting like the basic coughing mechanism up. So while it is a symptom, it's also a um, mechanism for the immune system. Even if you are sick, it's a mechanism for the immune system. Never confuse symptoms of illness with things you're supposed to suppress. I'll say that again. Never confuse symptoms of illness with things you're supposed to, um, you know, suppress. So um, suppress being kind of the opposite of express. In fact, in fact, doctors say that coughing helps express the mucus. There we go. There we got our word express again. So cough your heart out in a respectable, safe way. Um, and don't, uh, I just said cough your heart out and I'm doing a chakra series. So maybe there's something there like get your, get, get the coughing going because you want to, um, you want to keep allowing the immune system to work in the way it's supposed to work and not just keep pushing down. Because if you push down the, on the energy of expressing um, the lungs and allowing the immune system to work and bring um, mucus out of the lungs and um, back up to the throat area where it can be cleared, um, you'll also be pushing down mm, emotions, the emotional body, the energetic body, we need to express ourselves. We need to speak up and speak out while actively listening. That's your fifth chakra energy right there. I mean, that's it. Um, so that's me talking about clearing my throat and speaking up and actively listening. So where do we go from here? Where do we go th from here? This fifth chakra is think of think of it as a corridor, a, a train tunnel. Um, it is connecting. It's a connector, right? It's connecting the heart to the head, the heart to the head, and it is such an important part of living fully. I, who, how, how, how many ways can I put this? I think I have to go into the shadow. I think I have to go into the shadow of all of us and where we were taught to not speak up. Whew, where we were taught to not speak up. What else happens through our throat? We yell, 
we cry. I remember being told to stop crying and I had to find muscles to tighten up in that area. I'm talking about being very young where you learn how to hold those muscles and have control over those muscles, especially if you're in the middle of tears and your body, just like a cough or a sneeze is automatically, you know, it's, it's automatically convulsing as you bring up deep tears to work through that fight you had with your brother or that scary thing that just happened and you're breathing and you're crying and you're breathing and you're crying and you're breathing. And then you're told you have to quiet it down. Who remembers that feeling when you just are trying not to cry? Right? That's your fifth chakra energy. That's teaching your body to breathe differently, to speak down, to stop crying. I saw a video recently of a father who let his daughter have a temper tantrum. And it was a time lapse, of course, (laughs) because it goes on. Any temper tantrum that goes on longer than 30 seconds is too long for anybody. Let's be realistic here. But too long doesn't change the fact that what's inconvenience isn't, you know, what 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 is an inconvenience is not also healthy. So it was time-lapsed, and I believe it showed the better part of maybe 15-minute t- temper tantrum. And I would say this was the best definition of holding space and not telling the child uh, to stop crying and just, just, just to let this little three-year-old cry and cry and scream and throw her head back, throwing your head back, opening up that fifth chakra, opening up that heart energy, maybe opening up the whole vagus nerve that we've talked about and just letting it out. And um, it was just such a unique experience to imagine this father allowing for the tears to go on and on. And then you see what happens at the end. At the very end, the child crawls up on the father's lap, still weeping, still convulsing, and puts her head on his shoulder, wraps her arms around his neck, and falls asleep. Pretty beautiful. Kind of like the portrait of a secure attachment. It was nice, and it was very healing for fifth chakra energy. The rest of us, and even for that little girl, because she's going to have times where she's not going to have 15 minutes to do that. It won't be safe. It will be in a car or will be in a store. And she's going to be told, you got to, you've got to, you know, shut that down. You can't just cry, scream, yell, um, because your body's telling you to. So somewhere in that, we create a negotiation. And as we're negotiating, we learn to lie. And of course, the worst lie we can perpetrate is the lie to ourselves. And if we lie to ourselves well enough, we really live in a confused state because now we know not only have we highly have highly skilled fifth chakra muscles to shut down um, expression, true expression, pressing out, speaking one's mind. Ah, 
now we're speaking what? We're speaking a lie. We're saying, um, I'm not bothered by that when I am. We're saying uh, that I have to wait before um, I can say what I really need to say, which only bubbles up the the, the conflict, you know, into a a fiery brew, um, bubbling up in the fiery brew. Think of the second chakra, the third chakra. Imagine if you keep the push the lid on, you know, a boiling pot. It's going to explode. It's going to boil over. Um, so, huh, I'm just taking a moment because, um, as I go through the episodes and I'm going up the fifth chakra, we're getting into more spiritual and emotional areas. And even though you think the entire chakra system is very, um, spiritual, the heart chakra is very grounding and the first, second and third chakras are of the grounded root of us. And traveling through the blue, it's blue energy of the fifth chakra, it really gets kind of heady. Like literally, it gets really out there and it's not easy to talk about, ironically, but it's almost like I'm in the room talking about um the fifth chakra while the you know the fifth chakra guru you know imagine like the giant genie in the room with his arms crossed or her arms crossed looking at me kind of a head tilt and an eyebrow raise saying like really how are you, how are you doing this you're you're fifth chakraing the fifth chakra you're talking about the fifth chakra good luck with that hillary Good luck. And I'll say, all right, good luck. Thank you. I appreciate the, I appreciate the good luck. Still got to do this. Feel the fear and do it anyway, right? So, okay. So here we are. And I want to talk about passive aggression. So the shadow of the fifth chakra is passive aggression. Passive aggression is when you cannot express correctly through your fifth chakra. So you find all sorts of other ways to express because it's going to ooze out through the orifices of passive aggression. So get really good at expressing clearly and directly and in a timely fashion. Um, Also get good at expressing in a way that others can receive it. I love the expression of, I like to speak in a way that others can hear me. I like to tell this in a way that others can be heard. And going back to the talking stick, I would argue that one of the best ways for people or our subconscious and our conscious selves in relationship to others can hear and be heard is through stories. As much as possible, as succinctly as possible, um, we are very good at hearing stories. We hear stories. Stories really are the multi-layered universe. Um, they in in the in the book that I wrote. Um, I am still editing my book because I know I told everybody that it's, um, uh, you know, postponed to February 2nd release because of coronavirus and the peak happening in New York city, right. When I was going, getting ready to go to press. Um, it's good. I'm happy about it. And I keep reading the same book that I wrote and I embedded in my stories messages that I was somewhat aware of. But as I review my book for further edits, because I have time to do it, 
I'm realizing that my subconscious part of me did a lot of expressing and that the stories carry multiple layers of meaning. Mm, I'm going to take a minute because I'm not sure. Only my listeners will know if I'm repeating my story, but I'm going to, I'm going to take a risk. All right. I'm going to take a risk. I hope I'm not repeating this story. Um, I was working with a student recently and she asked me, how did I get into doing this work? I mean, it's a fairly, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to say strange career, but it's a, you know, it's a, a different, uh, how did I get, how did I get on this different path? Um, I've already shared with you that I could have got into maybe speech pathology. I could have gotten into, um, American sign language, um, doing, doing work with that. Uh, how did I get involved in this? And I took a moment and decided to ask, answer it authentically. I, I don't really like having like a a sticky answer because I think our answers change as we change on a daily basis. Um, what I might've answered the day before may have changed because I have more information today. So I took a moment and I said, I think I might've had a predisposition to this work, maybe passed on by my family, um, maybe specifically passed on by my grandmother, my mother's mother who does energy work as a doctor. I don't even know if she did energy work. I just said that because I'm doing the fifth chakra. So apparently I'm going to have Freudian slips here and there. Um, but I, you know, I think all doctors and nurses do energy work. Anybody who's in contact with other people, they're in their energy field, be aware of that and then do good energy work, not bad energy work. I think most people are out there to do good energy work. Okay. So I know that my grandmother very much um, understood the power of, of energy and how it helps people heal. Even if it's just the heart energy, uh, certainly she was very aware of the power of, uh, the ability for hands to heal surgical abilities, how we help birth babies with, you know, she did it all. She was a, she was a general medicine practitioner. So anyway, the point is, is that I think that maybe I had a predisposition to this work. But what I said to my student, I said, it's as if, it's as if I had a doorway that I could walk through and she would open the door for me, but she was on both sides of the door and she also let me ring the doorbell. And then while telling my own story to her, I said, wait a minute. I can't believe I just said that. And she says, what, what's going on with you, Hillary? Because I'm, I'm answering a question and then being amazed by my own answer. And I said, that's actually the first story in my book. My story opens up with my grandmother taking me on a house call and she lets me ring the doorbell. I remember that. That really happened. But now I'm realizing it's also a really good metaphor for a book a book based on a true story, a book that is a true story. Wait a minute. What's going on here? The story is teaching me. The story that I wrote for others is actually waiting for me and teaching me back. And so as we become better listeners, as we become better speakers with our talking stick, try to be better at storytelling your own story and realizing that while you're storytelling, 
you're healing your whole body and your whole nervous system can hear your story. That's why we like to share. That's why we like to share. That's not shadowy at all. What is shadow energy is passive aggression when you don't get to express what you want to say. So you do things that are like passive aggressive. And what's really bad is when your passive aggression isn't even conscious on your part. So everyone else feels your passive aggression, but you're so shut down from listening to yourself actively or speaking your mind to yourself that you're sending out signals all the time about how much you want to sabotage a relationship or a job. Um, just speak up, speak up. And that just absolutely takes the charge and the energy out of passive aggression. Um, I think one of the most uh, common ways to be passive aggressive is to be silent, right? So you're shutting down the fifth chakra and saying, I'll show you, I'll show you (laughs) how I'm going to express myself. And it's not going to be through words and it's not going to be through active listening. But if you want to become expressive and not aggressive, go back to active listening and go back to your words. It could be uncomfortable. You just have to choose your discomfort. Do you want to be actively expressing yourself uncomfortably or do you want to be passively, aggressively hurting yourself and others non-expressively? Um, some of it really comes by us, honestly. Um, I am not raising toddlers right now. I'm raising teenagers. I need to take a sip of tea. Give me a second. Who are learning the rules of life? And they're learning the rules of life as teenagers, as they should, through sources other than me. Um, I don't think I was ever really a source. Um, I will always be one of the sources, but I don't, I don't know that I am the source. I, I hope they find wonderful teachers and friends and other families and stories and books and movies and just fill their life with all sorts of sources to, to guide them through this life. Um, but I'm also the mom, so I'm the authority figure in a way, and I'm a really common recipient of passive aggression because, you know, maybe I need to get better at active listening. Um, maybe they need to get better at active listening and maybe we all need to get better at speaking our own mind. One time we had a social worker in here, um, who in here means, um, they come to my house and help with like families, um, to help grow families and help families be better at communicating. It's a really beautiful service and I'm very lucky to get it. And it comes as a resource as a, um, I would say from a, a gift from the department of health and human resources for thanking us for, uh, bringing a foster child into adoption. Um, I don't even see those words anymore because family is family is family, but I do, know what it's like to be a family that's on your own because you're just, you're only a, um, what do you call it? A biological family. Um, maybe even a blended family, but you don't have resources, um, experts to come in and say, there's actually some social science to, um, raising a family to parenting pretty cool stuff. And there it was again, the talking stick. So cool. And it was one of uh, 
the first times we got together and the social worker said, I'm going to hand you a talking stick and I want you to have your turn to say what you need and say whatever you want to say. So you can say, say what you need to say, but also speak about your needs, speak up, speak your mind. That activity with the talking stick was the opposite of passive aggression, was the opposite of saying, I can't listen, I can't be heard. Um, Maybe because some of us in the family might have a history of believing we're not being heard. Maybe we have a history of being neglected. Um, You could even have a history of being traumatized um, when you spoke up or you made an association that by speaking up, you weren't safe. When you're a baby and you cry and your cries aren't answered, you immediately start to wire yourself into a trauma cycle. <sighs> Just a fact. I feel that in my fifth chakra. I feel a little bit of tears right there. Um, tears for my son whose cries were not answered. Um, tears for the world. And my mama's heart here would love to travel back in time. Um, but right now, for all of us listening, um, me with my headset on about the fifth chakra, it's really important to cry. And it's really important to actively listening, listen to those cries. And active listening means to respond, to pay attention, to make eye contact, to listen with your full body as if you're hearing impaired, and yet your ears are part of it too. Listen with your whole body. Um, so I hope that gives you a little bit of an insight into how to sort of, I don't know, shed any habits of passive aggression. Um, I know I'm going to take that into consideration as we travel down this corridor of the fifth chakra energy and seeing ourselves, you know, express and, um, be what would I call it? The, the translator really. The fifth chakra is the messenger energy and the messenger energy is the translator. And what are we translating? I don't have an answer for you. At any given moment, say, what am I translating? Am I translating what my eyes are seeing? Am I translating what my heart is feeling? Am I translating that story that's bubbling up inside of me? Um, Am I translating that feeling that I need to clear? And I can only clear it by speaking my mind and sharing it with another person because I do not live in a world of dysfunction. And in that, you know, that would be isolation, right? I'm isolated if I can't communicate. I'm isolated if nobody's communicating to me. We live, we thought we were living in the, you know, um, communication revolution. I don't know maybe in the second half of the 1900s. What would you call this now? Where all of us have the technology 
to communicate, extraordinarily communicate. I mean, this is incredible. Um, the other day I was speaking to a friend of mine in Ireland and he asked me to like to hit a button. And first of all, speaking was amazing, but then he asked me to hit a button. And when I hit the button, um, we're now t- looking at each other in real time with no delay. I, I mean, even if there was a delay, that would have been fantastic. There was no delay. I was sitting at my uh, kitchen table. He was sitting at his kitchen table. We were at the kitchen table together, a world apart, an ocean apart in real time. It was magnificent. We are in the fifth chakra communication revolution on steroids right now. I mean, it is exponential. And we are all the translators. We are here as if we're like an army of messengers and translators that are living and breathing and walking through this tunnel together. And it's, and it's, and it's the fifth chakra express. So one of the exercises that I want you to do for the fifth chakra is, um, I really want you to take time during your day to make sure that you're having a healthy cough, a healthy clearing of your throat. Um, please cover your mouth if you're coughing in public, but a nice place to cough would be like into a sink or during a shower and just allow yourself to to bring up and bring through um, the the power that our lung ha- lungs have to keep ourselves um, healthy. And it's incredible how quickly we can rewire our mind to tell our involuntary muscles to shut down or to suppress. Mm. Listen, if I'm the only person who's been suppressing a cough in all of this, let me know. But I think that it's co- sort of a collective thing where people are become more aware of coughing. You turn your head quickly if somebody coughs. For goodness sakes, it's a survival mechanism. So allow yourself to cough. Did you know that sneezing, sneezing, something that is is something you cannot replicate. It comes, it has to come authentically from your body's biomechanism. And that biomechanism is um you sneeze at a hundred, it's this powerful hundred miles per hour. No, I don't think you cough at 100 miles per hour. You'll find that data everywhere right now because everyone wants to know, oh my goodness, am I going to have a sneeze from somebody else coming at me at 100 miles per hour? Good reason to wear a mask, all of that good stuff. Also though, I want you to think about it as like, wow, uh, our body's pretty smart, uh, hundreds of thousands of years old. Why would it want us to get this, express this out at such a powerful and rapid pace? Not five miles per hour. I mean, I don't want to get hit by a train going 10 miles per hour. Okay. That's pretty powerful. So a hundred miles per hour, that that's really powerful. Wow. Our lungs are amazing. Our lungs really know how to keep themselves clear. Our lungs do a few things to keep themselves clear. They sneeze, they cough, they throw some serious power out from those lungs. So let that be one of your exercises. Take back your healthy, private ways in which you clear your lungs. And that will keep your throat open and your throat clear. Um, I have in one of my meditations singing, this won't surprise you because I always like to include music here. Um, singing is a beautiful way and a healthy way to insist that the lungs and the heart and the throat and the mind work together all with the act of listening as well.
So as you ride forth on this fifth chakra, express, expressing yourself in a sacred way, um, just remember the power of keeping this whole energy open and how speaking up and expressing changes um, our life and creates a connection between the heart and the head. And I really think that that is the key to health. That's why that area of the neck is such a vital organ. It's energetically vital too. It's getting the breath to the mind, to the brain. It's getting the ideas from the heart to the mouth, to the brain, to the ears, so that we're all listening to each other. And it's getting us ready for the sixth chakra, which is the other type of active listening, like listening through your eyes. Get ready for that. Um, this is the energy of blue. If you feel any desire to give any more honor to your fifth chakra after listening to this episode, put a lot of blue around you. Beautiful blue energy. It's the combination of nothing. It is the primary color, blue. And just allow that primariness of the blue, of the fifth chakra, which is an underrated chakra because it sits next to the powerful heart chakra and the magical sixth chakra, the fourth and the sixth. But that fifth is primary. It's essential. And love it and speak it. And Find yourself standing up and not lying. Stand up, speak up, don't lie. Because lying ultimately is lying to yourself and lying to your heart. Um, this has been a beautiful episode for me. I can feel my fifth chakra cleared. Um, I've been waiting a long time to get this fifth chakra out. And really my biggest takeaway is add active listening to the act of communication. Remember to bring your talking stick and pass it around the circle, whether it's social media or friendships or parenting um, or even nature. Like take time and listen, actively listen, and you'll be all the better at speaking up when it's your time. I'm Hillary Crowley. Thank you so much for tuning in to the uh, fifth chakra um, episode on the series that I'm doing. Next stop is the sixth and then the seventh. And then I'll go back to all the other beautiful episodes that I can't wait to do. Um, but I've enjoyed the discipline and the commitment to this process. So thank you for tuning in for this, for this episode. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, I encourage you to share it. Um, encourage your friends to like it and subscribe. Um, give me the five stars if you can. I would love that. Um, I'm preparing this. Um, they call it in the film industry. I'm getting all my podcasts into the can so that when we do, you know, those of you who are listening right now, um, soon will be part of a much bigger audience because Simon and Schuster is publishing my book and my podcast is going to have a wider distribution too. I'm sure of it. Oh, also, I'm doing a uh, webinar, online classes, seminar. I don't know which. Let's call it online classes um, starting on July 11th. It's called You Are Intuitive. Um, be Your Own Expert, one, two, three. 
because it's three parts. Um, it'll be on a Saturday, July 11th. And then the two Saturdays after that, I'm going to give you an hour and a half and it won't be the same as a podcast. I'm going to, I'm breaking it down really as a class and it's absolutely about the power of intuition and absolutely about, um, the time in your life right now where we need to override these messages that have been given to us that say we're not intuitive, you know, that, that our greatest resources resource and our, 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 our greatest authority lies within ourself. Um, I'm here to, uh, help you translate that help you to teach you to be your own best translator and to become fluent in intuition. So watch for that. Um, it's called the power of intuition, um, becoming your own expert or be your own expert. Um, that will be coming out. I think that this episode is coming out in a few days. And so, um, well, where, where are we, you know, you'll have like 10 days to sign up for it and then you can sign up for one class or three classes. There we go. Look at me. I'm getting really good at being my own sponsor. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm excited. That was me speaking up for myself, um, stepping up, speaking up. Fifth chakra energy, hit the five stars, please subscribe and come back for the next sixth chakra when we're when we return. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Good Energy Healing Show and have a beautiful day.